Hello, my children. It's your favorite nightmare hostess, Freddy, and we are about to listen to Big Trouble in Little Podcast. These fuckwads are talking about the movie where I faced the big fuck Jason and Freddy vs. Jason, a 2003 film Freddy Krueger, and Jason Voorhees returned to terrorize the teenagers of Elm Street. Only this time, they're out to get each other, too. Directed by Ronnie Yu and starring Robert England, Ken Kieringer, and Monica Kina. So come in my nightmare and let's listen to this podcast. September 26, 2023, 9.36 p.m. Eastern Time. It is Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 257. I'm Joe Dubs. Uh, I'm Andy. Welcome to my nightmare, bitch. Oh, no. Fucked up. Went in reverse order. It is my nightmare. We did counterclockwise. God, the goblins are going to get me. I'm Chaz, and I'm weird. I'm anxious. Welcome to my nightmare. Okay, it's Alice Cooper now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It fucked right. me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. You went around. I, I thought he, I was gonna go. So I was like, "I'm Chaz." I thought we'd do the. No, but if it, it, it messed with no. me, huh? no, no, you were too slow, too fucking slow, buddy. <laughs> TFS, <laughs> too fucking slow. <laughs> Gotta keep Damn. you on your toes or your fingers since you're Gotta playing with fast. cards. <laughs> yeah. All right, Freddy versus Jason. Uh, this is Chaz's pick. Uh, I w- I will say out of the. Well, a- Alien is probably going to be like the most horror. Uh, this is probably like like peak fucking horror at this point because I mean, Reanimator had a lot of like gore and murder in it. Yeah, yeah, but like when you think horror, you think of Jason, you think of Freddy Krueger. I mean, yeah, I admit when I think yeah. horror, I think slasher. Yeah, exactly. And then I think about the other horror. There. Yeah. So we already talked about Jason X uh, before Chaz was on the show, so he couldn't pick that one. So he chose your movie, right? Yeah, he chose the next big thing, (laughs) and it was Freddy versus Jason. And uh, the only reason Jason X exists is because they couldn't get their shit together to make this movie. Yeah, this was actually the direct sequel, and then this shit fell apart, and then they came back to it. Weird hiatus of things, but but yeah. To be fair, I. Definitely not in the upper half of my my favorite Jason films, but uh, we'll get there one day. We'll, we'll watch the favorites. Hey, that's what I'll just do. One choice in a month. I'll just be like, you know what? It's April. We should watch Friday the Thirteenth for a month. We're gonna watch Jason Goes to Hell. Hot damn! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to admit. Well, let's get into the high highs and lows of this movie. I gotta admit. The intro to this fucking movie is kind of badass a little bit. Like having like uh, Fre- uh Freddy Jesus Jason like get fucked it uh, fucked with it in a dream and stuff. Uh, where he's like you know he kills the a lot of tits. By the way, that's a lot of highs in this movie. Tons of tits. Good job. Well, yeah, that's lots of bit, boobies. Yeah, lots of boobies. So the check that like 
fucking flashes or gets into the water and then he like stabs to a tree and then he starts to get fucked with by a yeah, nightmare. I dig that. Uh, it was, it was kind of cool to see. I'm pretty sure when this movie came out, like a lot of normies probably loved it. Uh, but I'm pretty sure the critics probably fucking despised this movie to hell. Uh, but the soundtrack is awesome. I love the soundtrack in this movie. And, um, the only like the low parts of the movie is like I didn't get scared <laughs> because at this point Freddy's just a comedic guy and Jason's kind of like the dummy. <laughs> this like movie's the... a comedy. This is a comedic horror. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad we all agree. It 100 is a comedy. And uh, agreed. The guy who plays like uh, I'm butchering his name, Robert Englund, uh, who plays Freddy Krueger. That was fucking didn't cool. Get... I didn't know until I was watching the credits that Kane Hodder is not. Jason in this movie. I, mm-hmm. I had to look it up. I was like, well, what's what's up with that? They yeah. said oh, he's not tall enough. I said, well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. No, they they got the guy who had been his stunt double in Jason Takes Manhattan, I think, mm-hmm. because, because he was six four or something. I don't know. I guess but they wanted someone that directly stood next to Robert England and like made and him look that was part of the problem is Freddie's like yeah. kind of tall and they needed Jason to be taller. I, was, I just put big boots on him. Yeah, yeah. I mean shit. You're doing all this other stuff with like you can just make it look that way, but whatever. I guess Kane Hodder like got the script and had a meeting with the director and then they just never offered him the part and then the movie came out and everyone was like, why didn't you want to be in this movie? He was like, I, I did. They, they, didn't, they didn't want me. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Yeah. So I want to hear your guys' opinions on this because I feel like I'm going to feed off on a lot of your guys' opinions. So Chaz, take it away. I want to hear your highs and lows. Well, first off, if we're going to do it in the beginning, uh, from the beginning of the film, I, I think this is a neat thing, but then I'll, I'll jump into points of why it's great in, in a weird way, but it's also bad. But it's great for being bad. Mm-hmm. So, this movie does one of the, like, one of those things that, like, few good, like, gimmicky slasher films do, and they definitely made sure to tie up any weird loose end of tor- in terms of, like, the chronological order. Again, like we'd said before, Jason Goes to Hell happens. If you haven't watched that, spoilers, uh, when Jason inevitably comes back or whatever nonsense happens, he he gets killed again. And he in the last piece or scene in the film is this teaser that everyone's left with in the 90s, which these types of things didn't exist pre-Marvel nonsense. Those are just kind of cool. Uh, Jason's mask is left there and it's just kind of sitting there. And then like a hole comes through the ground and... Uh, Freddy's hand comes through with his, his uh, classic like butterfly knives, Kelly Rowland calls them, and grabs the mask and drags it through the ground. And it's to signify that he's, you know, taking Jason to hell with him or something. That's the whole thing in the movie. So that's the setup this movie. But then we already talked about it. They, they instead go to space. Uh, but chronologically, this does happen next. So the intro that we get is to t- it ties directly into that. That's that's exactly what happens immediately after he drags him to hell. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool that it does that rather than it just goes on about its own way and or you know something silly. So I, I kind of like that that there actually is continuity in some way. Um, the film definitely knows like how serious it needs to take itself. At this point, so many of the Nightmare on Elm Street films had become so campy 
Like, they're not even, like, shooting anymore to truly be scary. They're just shooting for, okay, we'll do something so ridiculous in a way to kill someone, that Fre- and then have Freddy say some really bad, goofy pun line, but just make it look so graphic, and let that just be the gimmick for the movies for so now long. Now you're playing with power, bitch! And then he, like, yeah. kills him with, like, a bunch of video game cables and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's... And he does that in this movie, too. Like, the, the scene that sticks up to me the most, he, he doesn't kill anybody with this way, but is when he's using Jason as a pinball, and he's doing the weird thing with, like... <laughs> and he goes, ah, tilt. Like, it's just fucking sucks. great. It's great, but it's so fucking dumb. Like, right? It, it's it's funny, though. Uh, so, again, it's it's not a horror film in that way. I mean, when I was a kid, I was fucking terrified of Jason. But I've already kind of talked about that a little. Um, my neighbors who used to watch me actively would dress up as Jason when I was a little kid and chase me <laughs> through the neighborhood. It fucked up. Yeah. So I was deathly terrified thinking this guy was real. Uh, yeah, it was, it was not a fun thing until I was like nine or 10. I was like utterly terrified. It, like resident evils will help me get over watching scary movies. And then from there it was like, Oh, these are funny. Like, I don't know. Something about zombies and spiders jumping out of nowhere, snakes and shit. Uh, and suddenly you're not scared of shit anymore. But uh, Freddy never, like, I was never really scared of the stuff with Freddy because it was always, like, the movies I watched were so ridiculous. Well, I don't know. Only the first two were really kind of, like, serious. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was terrified of Freddy only up to the point where the kids decided we're going to get fucking Freddy in our dreams. We're going to have magical powers. And I was just like, what the fuck is this bullshit? The Dream X-Men or something. Yeah, Dream Warriors. No, that's a, that's that one's fun. Yeah, yeah, the dream warrior, the kid with the will in the wheelchair that suddenly can walk in his dream. That's his yeah. power. I can walk. Ah, like, oh, now you're normal. Okay, uh, whatever. The movie is silly and fun, but it's like, yeah, they kind of get rid of the pretense of, oh, it's so horrific and scary. This movie, They're, oh, we're having fun now. It's a slasher. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all going to depend on how much you can make peace with that that idea that it transitions into like a different feel for the series. Nightmare did that more than once though. Cause then you get like new nightmare and stuff. And they, again, they kind of like swerve you on the tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's the thing too, is Freddie does a thing in this narrative multiple times through like the beginning. And then when it transitions, it doesn't happen anymore, but it's kind of weird. Uh, he goes into that fourth wall like, he doesn't quite break it, but he kind of does. Like He's scratching uh, the glass on the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. Like, when he's talking to you, he's like, I'm almost there, guys. <laughs> we'll just let Jason take him. Like, it's just, and then by the time, like, the conflict actually happens, it's like, that, that kill still and son of a bitch. I'm going to get him. He's Freddy's just a gamer. That's all it is. He's, he's just a COD player. And oh, wow. I, guess, I guess Jason is... Uh, Let's see. Jason's probably Roblox and, and Fortnite, Minecraft, just based on how he acts. Yeah, isn't Jason Voorhees from that Fortnite? I just call everyone that plays those games retarded. Whoops. <laughs> single, <laughs> single-minded might be the... <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I again, the movie's got all kinds of like the, the weird like tropes and schlockiness. The like the melodrama within the subplot is ridiculous. You have this yeah. weird like daytime television drama where the guy gets put in the pen, like in the psych ward and they, they figure out all oh, that there's this drug that puts everyone to sleep and suppresses their dreams. And we're just going to make it so that people forget about Freddie and that's how they get rid of him. Oh, uh, that's one scene that I actually thought was kind of like 
fucking terrifying a little bit when all the bodies stand up and stuff and say get you know get, get rid of the drugs or whatever they were saying oh yeah they were like whispering yeah, yeah i was like that's freaky all right i'll give them that they actually tried <laughs> and they got a freaky part in there so i give him props for that then freddy like possesses that guy he yeah he dream, pulled dream a... worms him that, that part's a little strange but okay. yeah he oh yeah <laughs> He pulled an Agent Smith from uh, Revolution, Matrix Revolution, when he goes yeah. into the guy in the real oh, world. He brain hacked him. Yeah, yeah he brain hacked him. Yeah, well, he and actually, he's—I don't know—I won't say he's done that directly, but he's definitely like they established within those films that Freddy, if you were high or doing anything that would alter your consciousness, that is enough for him to be able to fuck with you. It's not just about it's falling asleep, but if you do enough that you, you mess with your own consciousness, so you get real high on shit, he can, you can hallucinate him. Sure. And then I, I didn't, I didn't need an excuse for it. It's just, it's interesting and and, and funny. Yeah, no, it's cool. I was, I've seen like I remember going, and I was looking when we were talking about the crit, critique and stuff. There's someone actively complaining about that. Well, look, I was huh? He was awake. How did he do that? I'm like, you're if you're this far into this film franchise. Like you, you're looking you, for you, fucking logic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're looking for. You know, um, and there was some consistency. Cool... You know, there is. I, I had a major gripe about this movie as far as consistency goes. So I'm gonna be that guy. Um, oh, go ahead. Si- since when is Jason scared of water? Did, did they invented drowned. that for this movie, right? Yeah. I, the only thing I can think of is being drowned and stuff. Well, yeah. Like I mean, obviously he drowned, and I guess that's where they're getting that from. But he's attacked people from the water in several movies. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, no, he I, actually, like comes from the water, and even in the movie, it's like it. It is a little weird because just, uh, they were like, "Oh, Freddy's scared of fire, so he's scared of water." Whoa, we're such good writers. They like, did Pokemon, man. Hand that bong over. Like, hey, uh, yeah, those guys clearly just finished playing Pokemon. That's right. Jesus yeah, he's a Blastoise. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what Michael, Michael Myers has got to be the Venusaur, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the the one that nobody likes. What? I'm just kidding. What? He's, he's my uh, favorite. Slide yeah. Slide. He, he actually he's te- he's technically first, right? And so is Venusaur on the Pokedex. So there you it's, go. Thematically, it's appropriate. Whoa, it worked out. Shit. Uh, so to be fair, something in the tropes of the movies, like. Anytime someone's defeated Freddy or they kill him, like fire is a common thing they go through in the, the series. Mm-hmm. And Jason, it's the same thing. Um, I mean, there are times where they just straight up just like kill Jason until he actually dies. But uh, a lot of the times, the way they deal with him is to chain him up or trap him down at the bottom of the lake, like drown him again, basically. Yeah. Which is kind of shitty. It's like if you you don't want to have a vengeful spirits and to come back, you keep killing him the same way he died as a kid. It's probably going to do it. So, um, but uh, I don't know. I I didn't mind it as much. I was like, okay, whatever. They came up with it, but I get it. That's it's a really dumb thing. It's like, well, Jason actively just like jumps out of the lake all the time and shit. I don't think he actually cares about it. But it isn't a dream too. There's never one time where he's afraid of water in real life. In his dream, though, is psyche. You know, he reverts to being a little kid again. So to me, I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's just like the the teens when they're talking about it. Someone says it. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah. Did you, on, did you read that on Wikipedia? Where did you get that? From? Well, this is, how do you know that? This is the, you know, is that the script? Did you read the script? <laughs> it's the same crack team that decided. You know what? The the giant masked murderer that seems like superhuman and or undead. 
uh, he's unconscious right now with tranquilizer. We should just keep giving him that and ride with him. And you know what? Actually, I'll go to sleep next to him, and I'll be in his dream too, and we'll just bring Freddy with us. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, these what's <laughs> what similarities <laughs> of this movie and Alien is like the two groups are fucking stupid, and we'll get to Alien later. But but I agree. You had this big fucking dude where you just saw him sandwich a dude on a bed, which, by the way, was fucking hilarious. Sandwich. <laughs> uh, Sandwiched a dude. Yeah, and then, you know, see him cut a man in half with a machete and stuff. And then you're just like, all right, we're going to bring this dude because we need him to beat Freddy. And I just, the low of this movie, which I kind of rolled my eyes until I became like the Undertaker and said, "Rest in peace." Is uh, when they're like, "We need to be Team Jason," and when fucking Lori or whatever that blonde hair bitch's name is, uh, goes into the dream and like feels bad for uh, <laughs> Kid Voorhees. He's like, "Oh, he's getting picked on," and then all of a sudden, like they're Team fucking Jason. I was like, "This is fucking stupid." <laughs> Okay, that, so I'm glad you bring that up. I like to have this argument with this weird movie. It's always a great thing to bring up whenever you're really drunk or high, mm-hmm. if people have watched it. So, the two things. One, there is something to that, and that Jason is a, is a vengeful spirit uh, out of tragedy. And Freddy was just like this horrific like serial killer that got off killing children and got what came, what came to him, but he somehow just so evil and spiteful, he was able to come back and do the nonsense he does. So in a way, like, yeah, you kind of root for Jason. It's it's a weird thing. But J- the, my other point, though, and this is the funnier one, Jason is a T-Rex, and Freddy is just whatever other... Raptor. Raptor, whatever dinosaur. If we, We're going to compare it to the original Jurassic Park. He's just the, the Velociraptor. Like, because Jason, like, just like the T-Rex, if you get in the T-Rex's way, it's going to fucking murder you, but somehow it ends up being the hero at the end, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just always thought that was a funny thing. It's like, oh, yeah. well, he's he's like, oh, well, as long as you don't mess with me, it's whatever. Yeah, I realize that's the nature of Jason's character, but that was one of the things that stood out to me about this movie is it really feels like a Friday the... Th- or not, It feels like a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, that Jason Voorhees is in. 100%. Yeah, it, it never really feels like both. And yeah, they go to Camp Crystal Lake at the end, but that could have been any dark. I mean, for some reason, there's a bunch of construction shit there. It well, could have been anywhere. It could have been anywhere. It doesn't matter that it's Camp Crystal well, Lake. Well, this was a New Line Cinema production. And- yeah, no, I, I mean, there's there's very good reason for that. I'm just saying, like, they, build, they, they give them equal billing, and then it feels like... It's like uh, we got Tekken X Street Fighter. We're waiting for Street Fighter X Tekken. And Parada's like, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, we're never going to get Jason versus Freddy. Uh, yeah, I get that. But uh, I, there was something really cool. Like there were two two scenes that I really enjoy in the film. They they do a good job sometimes of that color contrast, especially with Freddy, where they use that red background. And that scene where Freddy jumps out of the lake and he's coming down on Lori. And it turns like everything turns red all of a sudden from that dream because Jason got ripped out of the dream and he's pissed about it. That scene looks like that shot looks really fucking cool. The other thing uh, that I thought was just funny is when it's the same like sequence when Freddy gets ripped out of the dream because they are able to wake her up and he doesn't realize 
at first that he's no no longer in the dream and he's about to kill her. And then he looks around and just right behind him is just Jason, just pissed. Like the face that Robert England makes, you can just see all of the regret just washing over him. That's one of my like, favorite parts of the movie. I, it, it, no, it's my, it is my single favorite part of the movie. Oh, I fucked up I, so bad. <laughs> I do not like at all the fight that they have in the dream world. I think it's like kind of lame and there's not, it doesn't feel like there's stakes. Yeah, it's but, eye roll. It's but total then eye when roll. They, when Freddy gets pulled out and they have the, the fight at Cape Crystal Lake, it's like, this is exciting. This is cool. I like this. Yep, same. I uh, oh, go ahead, Dubs. No, no, I, I was totally gonna like go back a little bit, but you were about to bring up a point. Where are you gonna uh, bring? Oh, up? I, I was just gonna like play off of what Andy had said. I, I think the only thing that that fight, that first dream fight, like it serviced a plot point to prove to Freddy how unkillable Jason is, because Freddy feels invincible in his own world, but he realized, oh, like Jason. Like, I just can't fucking kill him. That, that's the whole thing with Jason is he just can't fucking die. So, uh, like, I still have the my own joke thing. I don't know what it, what it is, but I always tie Jason to John Cena. So anytime <laughs> I see him stand back up or move, I always hear John Cena's music. It has something to do with Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it has more to do with me trolling people on Mortal Kombat X, but that's a different thing. But uh, anyway, uh yeah, like that that served that plot point. The where it really got me and I was like, okay, this is stupid, but it is what it is, is the water thing. Like I do agree, like why would a stream of water matter, but it's like okay, don't think I too hard. Your fear. <laughs> yeah. So oh, you are afraid of something. Oh. I, I like I, I was pretty sure he has like w- like he has one brain cell and his brain cell is just kill. Like he can't do anything else. And kids. Two things. <laughs> that awkward silence. I'm sorry. Kill, kill kids. Kill kids. Kill. They they also tried to like do a swerve a little bit where uh, when he was in that kid's body after the weed, uh, where they were just he's like these are my kids. <laughs> he like takes the tranquilizer. They like kind of like teased a little bit like oh Freddy's uh and, and trust me I know he used to fucking kidnap probably diddled kids and shit and all that stuff. But no, they, that was just in the remake. Oh, that was in the remake. Uh, yeah, before that, he's just a child killer. Yeah, okay. they yeah they never like heavily insinuated anything. They, he just he just killed a bunch of kids. Parents got pissed about it. Found out where he was and and burned him alive. He just hated and, kids. That's a good enough wanted, reason. That's a good enough reason. Yeah, so, like you, in the remake, they had to make it they had to make it more edgy and, and make they you had hate to outdo more. the original. Oh, we're so much better. Oh. I yeah. will yeah. say the remake does like remember the point you guys made like uh uh with the weed guy like how did he see Freddy and all that stuff in the remake now if you don't get enough sleep you start kind of like daydreaming and seeing hallucinations and stuff like in the in the remake they did that where they were off like so many fucking days they started seeing Freddy like hallucination stuff like real time. And I was like, that's unique. Like, at a, like, I know we're talking about a different movie, but that, that's another thing that probably some idiot would be like, oh, they're awake. Why are they seeing Freddy Krueger? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a fucking movie about a guy in a nightmare 
but, killing people. But that's actually real. That's I actually said that's great about the more recent movies. They do it in this film too. They they're not necessarily asleep when these things happen. If you stay awake long enough and have insomnia, you start to hallucinate because your body forces yourself to jump in and out of stages of of sleep cycles and REM sleep. So you you will hallucinate, and it, it's as if you're dreaming, but you're awake. Like mm-hmm. daydream, it's a real thing. So it's kind of neat that they sort of tie that in and use something that is somewhat grounded versus just making it up completely. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I the movie's like if you like slasher films, it's, it's fine. It's definitely not the best one, but it, it's. I mean, it it is what it is. I guess I I mean, I, this movie's just a celebration of two slasher icons. It's, it's all it is. It's just it's fun. It's just that's a good way fun. to put it. Yeah, exactly, and it and it definitely knows like how to, how serious to take itself, which is not at all, mm-hmm. which yeah. is, makes it great. Because I, if you I try to take I it seriously. It'd be, I knew it'd someone was going to bring this up, but I I think I think you're wrong. I think this this movie had like a real complicated um, development, and I've had it told to me, and I tried to look it up again, and I kind of ran out of time, and I really wanted to be more prepared for this point. But this script got chopped around to several different ideas or several different people and a lot of their ideas came in and went out and stuff like that. I think parts of this movie, maybe as much of a third of it does want to be very clever and serious. And, and um, like they're, they're trying to do all this stuff with the, the fire and the water thing and um, their psyches and all this other stuff. But luckily it's that other two thirds of the movie that's silly and fun and a celebration like Zach said, but I really do think there's a lot of this movie where the, the filmmakers were trying to make something like deadly serious. And then some other filmmakers came along and cleaned up their mess, but that mess is still in there a little bit. I kind of think that's, what's great about it is because people are always saying the best. So bad. It's good movies are movies that were made earnestly. And I think this movie has a little bit of both flavors in it. And I think that's what makes it so much fun to watch because a lot of it is like, Oh, it's a slasher movie. Uh, one of my favorite slasher movie kills is in this movie is when Jason puts his uh, machete into the uh, computer console, is getting electrocuted, and then they're like, "We got to And he grabs the cop on his way out and electrocutes it. Like, a lot, there's a lot of stupid bullshit in there that I really love, but there's also stuff in there where you can tell someone on the production of this movie is like, "Yeah, man, this is fucking bad, but this is serious shit, dude." And uh, I, I think I think it's I think it's the combination, the melding that makes this movie so much fun to watch. I mean, I I would I would agree to a point that you're right. I mean, for sure, because there there is no reason for them to have such an overcomplicated subplot within this exactly film. Right. Yeah, and there's just too many fucking characters in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Too many people are in like that you actually get some type of like background and then like nothing happens. Like that's what's funny is you there's like all these little sub developments that seem like they're gonna go somewhere and that character just fucking dies. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, the, like, guy that, the guy that looks like Miles Teller, which I had to go back and look and see, I was like, Miles, <laughs> Miles Teller? It's like, did he like just like get more handsome or something? Nope, it's not him. But uh, he just dies. Dude, the part where the asthma, like, that's the Miles Teller guy, right? The asthma kid? Yeah. So... <laughs> when they had Jason in the fucking van and stuff, he's like, I can't fucking do CPR because uh, I have asthma. And I'm like, <laughs> good lie, dude. You got yeah. it. <laughs> and, oh, my uh, lumbago. I can't help you. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the idea that they like they come to the most ridiculous conclusions on things. 
Oh, the, the giant undead, unkillable thing. Well, it looks like he's drowning in his dream, and we can see water, so he might actually die. I guess we'll have to give him CPR, because that'll work, because his lungs have been working for the last 50 years. Yeah, he's been underwater for extended periods. His goalie mask is an oxygen <laughs> mask. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wonderful. It's the other... that, that, real real quick, just to, I, I, you, you presented this to me, so I wanted to use it to drive home my point, though, about the, the, the mixing of tones. Um, the, the nerdy guy, he's like being made fun of, especially hard by the black girl the whole movie, and then she comes to respect him toward the end, and he's like, oh, I'll be fine. Go, you can go. And then it shows that he's bleeding out, and that he just like dies. But then everyone else is killed like brutally and really fun in a slasher movie way. It's like, where, where did that come yeah. from? Why, why, is he, why does he get to bleed out peacefully in the woods? Cause he's the innocent one. He's the one that otherwise I, wouldn't do the, the bad stuff. I watch I scream. Suppose. I know how this works. The girl, I mean, the girl <laughs> was innocent too. The, the, the final girl. Yeah. 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 So. And that's well, her and the guy, that's why they lived. That's why they, as got, a couple, yeah. they both I, got to get away. I, I think it would have been better if just she had lived, but that's fine. This is one of those weird movies where the couple gets away together. It's strange in that way. That doesn't typically happen. I don't know. Sometimes it happens. It's very rare, but yeah. I I do find it hilarious, though, that since we're talking about that scene, the kid with the asthma kid, whatever. uh, Yeah, asthma asthma teller uh, dies. Like and they they linger on it way too long. Like as far as yeah. the shot, that was stupid. Like it's very obvious he's dead. You don't need to sit there and show us blood coming off the tree. That, that, that that's was why it seems really... so weird to me. It's like everyone else yeah. is getting like electrocuted and cut in half and you know eviscerated, and he's just like, oh, I died. Yeah, he yeah, like but got impaled uh, on like a fucking shelf holder bracket thing. Yeah, that that's like, like, yeah. It like sticks out like this what lo- long from the wall. I'm like he should have just fucking died on that thing. Yeah, I'm surprised like he's like alive. He yeah, he definitely should have just died on the spot. But then what's funny is she says I'm gonna go get help. Her version of go get help was to go yell yell a gamer word at Freddy and die. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> hey, that was amazing. Hey, you and your Christmas sweater. You're so gay. Jason's so much better than you. And then you Jason got butter knives. Shit. <laughs> 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 I, I do really like the reveal where, where uh, he, he kind of says with his face, like, look behind you. <laughs> he does the finger thing. He takes a butter knife, of all things, and goes, he does that to look behind her. It's fucking hilarious. And then she just gets fucking Destroyed. railed. Yeah, she gets fucking, she gets meteor smashed. By I love fucking... how people in this movie get thrown like 50 feet and they bounce off the fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, I wish they, I honestly, I wish they would like do a KO animation from fucking Smash <laughs> Brothers when Jason hits them like that. Just have them fucking get launched in the sky and the star happen. Like we know they're dead. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. But it, again, this movie, if you don't take it too seriously, it's fine to have fun with. I agree with you. The elements of, like the absolute heaping mess that this is is what makes it fun. Yeah, it's almost like a guilty pleasure. Like yeah. nobody eats a corn dog covered in bacon and chili and a bunch of other nonsense and says, "This is what fine dining looks like." Like you eat it and you feel bad about it, but you're like, "Yeah, it was fine." Yeah. I, I also want to bring up the the deputy that like dies really quickly because um, you start to like like him, and then he's like with the group of kids, and then gets electrocuted by fucking Jason. That's another uh, one of the, like, there's no payoff for his story. It's just for some reason there's a cop, and there's also another cop, and there's some teens, but then there's also other teens, and then there's yeah, teens feel- from the asylum, and he has a friend, and 
Stop it. Yeah, I feel like there's supposed to be more with him, like where he uncovers shit about the Freddy or something. Well, I just and like the cut. sheriff. The sheriff is like, "Stop fucking talking about things. You're you're, you're new here. Shut up, or I'll, or I'll yeah. lock you up." It's like, can you do that? Do you have We've the done authority this before. to lock him up for no reason at all? Like, hang on. <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're doing all kinds of dumb shit in that town because of. Don't say his name. He's not fucking Voldemort. <laughs> I wish he is. He's Voldemort hilarious. before Voldemort. I I guess. Freddy and, does explain, like, oh, no one knows who I am, so I lost all my power. Uh, yeah, and I, I was like, man, I watched Coco not too long ago. I feel like Freddy's just a bad guy in Coco. He's like, he doesn't want to be forgotten. If you guys haven't watched Coco, you should watch. It's a good fucking movie. I've, watched, I've, I've, I've seen it, it, but I'm having trouble recalling what happens. It's next. it's the little Mexican boy that goes back and sees his family, and if you forget people on the Day of the Dead, the, the dead... They disappear. The dead are still alive in their own oh, way. They're right. in a spirit world. When they're forgotten, they go away forever. Like they really go away. That's why uh, Mysterio keeps wrestling. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that was racist. We 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 don't approve. Uh, no, that, that was that was pretty funny. Uh, let's see here. I, I wanted to look at that cop because that he looked so familiar, but I didn't He's get a chance a, to look it up beforehand. Who's the cameo? The wrestler cameo in this movie? There's a wrestler cameo? I thought. Shit. I thought this Wikipedia told me. You said that, and that's what made me think about it. Oh, hey, I don't know. The guy looks you... like Dollar General Gary Busey. That's what I thought. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of speaking of speaking of cameo, the bully from fucking A Christmas Story uh, was the brother of that kid that was in the. Oh my god! Out. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. Scott Farkas, or no, Scott Farkas. Excuse me, <laughs> Scott <laughs> Farkas. <laughs> oh man! Um, and then uh, Brendan Fletcher, uh, who's in a lot of Uwe Ball movies, he plays a lot of the Rampage movies. I'm like, he's he's good. He's good. <laughs> he could be that hokey type. Oh, and another scene that made me like burst out laughing, uh, just for no reason. Like after they just see all their friends from school get fucking killed by Jason. They just go home like it's a normal night. I just want to go home. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yep. Just going to go sleep it off. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't in the movie. I was reading the Wikipedia for this, and it said, and you said. Oh, Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, it's Ray Mysterio. He's yeah. uh, he's Unglund's uh, stunt double. Yeah, Ray oh. Mysterio was a stunt double in this movie. It's uncredited. And also, oh. apparently, Evangeline Lilly was in this movie. Uh, I guess she was younger, and she was a random student as an extra, and she's uncredited. Yeah, the, the wow. students did look like fucking twenty five in high school. <laughs> can I tell? Can I tell you my favorite kill? Yes. It's not even anything ridiculously over the top. It was that scene where like Jason comes out like the fucking the corn, and there's like the fat guy and his stupid buddy. Find yourself a pig. To why don't you go? Yeah, fuck, fuck a pig. He's like, yeah. Why don't you go? And then he just snaps that dude's neck, and then his fat friend's like, son of a bitch. So fast. <laughs> It's this terrible animation clip. And it, yeah, there's a lot of this movie. The CG in this movie is awful. Oh, yeah, it's bad, but it's good. The back to back. I was saving it for this, but we'll go ahead and say it now. How the fuck did Alien age better visually than Freddy versus Jason? Because it's real. Yeah. Okay, that's fair it, enough. It's they, all they real. They weren't using brand new computers. It's a crutch. Oh, they made Toy Story on these computers. I'm gonna animate Gorn on it now. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. that's wonderful. Oh man. Oh man. Oh but, man. Yeah. I, I 
I guess the lows of this movie is like we know this is a bad movie, uh, but all the other stuff is like great, <laughs> and it like evens out. Yeah, and there's C- the CGI is not great, obviously, and yeah, um, you know, I mean, like late '90s, early 2000s CGI is never going to be good. It's what it is. I, I do like in the late '90s, early 2000s, like they always make men like super fucking dickish like the guy who's like don't i don't want to say this, uh don't let me say it twice or whatever i forgot the yeah exact. he tells his fucking girlfriend like her, come on let's go let's fuck and she's busy drinking and shit like, I'm like, don't make me say it twice I, I was having fun with that guy though because he's like oh i told you not to kiss me after you've been smoking i was like oh i'm on this guy's side that's that sucks and then later he's a dick because i'm not on this guy's side anymore and then he and then said get- something else i was like no i'm back on this guy's side <laughs> and then, like, they, they got done they got done banging or some shit she's like you know she's wanting to cuddle he's like don't touch me i told you not to touch me after don't that. take a shower you're filthy <laughs> <laughs> damn, like, damn this guy's cuddle. dick <laughs> Holy shit. are you sure you're not like are you in the closet like i, I don't understand like <laughs> Am I wrong about this? Like, they like over hyperbolic do like the man is an asshole. Fuck me now, kind of stuff. Was that like in the eighties and seventies, or did they just kids having fun and stuff? I mean, sometimes sometimes guys are just fucking dicks to women, and they they act like that. You know, I mean, it's kind of over the top, but yeah, I I think specifically this movie kind of laid it on thick for that guy. A lot of times it's just more the trope. That's why Asthma Kid gets the, he gets the slow heroic death versus he, he he doesn't get the bad ending. I guess is the way to look at it because he's not the kid that's out having premarital sex and doing drugs. Like it's weird how these movies were made like with a weird subliminal message to like try to scare people in like the war on drugs. Like the scariest part is Ronald Reagan (laughs) had his hands in the slasher genre and nobody knew it. Whoa. Don't be promiscuous. Don't do a bunch of drugs and alcohol. Yeah. That's why why all the black people died. That's why why a a slasher movie in the eighties, ain't a black person that lived in those movies. And that's why it's Ronald Reagan's fault. That's another story for another day. Uh, Anyway. Also the, the dickish guy (laughs) died the most violently too. And immediately. Oh yeah, he 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 died very 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 abruptly. Yeah. I mean, Damn the much. pothead dude got slashed in half with a fucking machete, but I'd still argue that getting st- stabbed and then like fucking sandwiched up in a bed, broken in half and shit, is like way more violent. <laughs> did Did you guys think when uh, the van flipped over, you're just like, oh, that guy's brother is gonna be pissed? <laughs> did you guys think that when that happened? No, I forgot all about that. I, I was I didn't know whose fucking van that was. Like that was that was some shit that was going on there where I was like, whose van is that? Whose fucking house is that? Like just, Oh yeah. The, the fact that those parents are he just casually goes back to his home and gets the vans, I'll do I'll do all this stuff. Uh no it's funny, every time I see that scene, I think, oh man, they're kind of screwed. And then I forget that conveniently Jason, who probably weighs like a metric fuck ton, he just gets launched the fuck out, like Team Rockets blasting off again. It's it, whatever. Like that, the kid this Ralph, he's like Ralph from The Simpsons, he just went flying out of the fucking window. <laughs> and then, and then what does he do? He gets up and he bigfoots it back to Camp Crystal. Lake. I didn't understand the cop finds them. He's like, Oh, what the the mystery machine parked outside. It was easy to find you. It's like, is, is the van weird? It, yeah, it's weird. It's got like a wizard painted on it with tits and shit. And it's right. like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy panel van that everybody wants, you know, 
no one's brave enough to own though. Yeah, everybody has that fancy, that fanciful idea. Like, man, I'd like panel van with like a fucking wizard summoning like a rush cover you. on it. Ugh. Yeah, there's a rush cover, uh, you know, or there's a necromancer or some shit, you know, one of those vans. I mean, all the cops around here definitely know the the Kruger Camaro guy by his first name. Yeah, Zach Shank. I. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I also. Oh no! Laughed. I said my la- I said my last name online. I'm gonna get canceled. Yeah. Oh no! I also, I also laughed at the like the sheriff's department because like they chased the kids outside the school, and I thought to myself, I'm like, this is a small town. They can't get that far. <laughs> like, you would think the cops would have like a, you know, the area in, like quarantine or whatever, try to get them and fish them out or something. But they just have the dumb cop that's trying to. You know, fig- well, not dumb. He's he's figuring things out. He just died really quickly. Yeah, you're ready for me to like just break the movie completely? What? Sure. So they make they make a drug. They they literally came up with a medication that just beats Freddy because people suppress their dreams. But they get through all this extra hassle to do it. And I mean, they're already going to ridiculous lengths. Why not just put it in the water supply? Mm. Right, yeah, then, yeah. then nobody thinks about Freddy, and it's just over. Well, but nah, that's no fun. There'd be no movie. Yeah, I, I know exactly. That's why you shouldn't. <laughs> they shouldn't apply such logic and science to such a weird film. But eh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, we also got another like fucking swerve in that movie. He's like, oh, daddy didn't kill my mommy. <laughs> it was Freddy all along. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's time to put this movie to rest. Um, my yeah, tombstone it right in the middle of the ring and fucking yeah. pin it. Yeah, and then Hulk Hogan gets like mad because he thinks he's injured, but he didn't really. Oh, my neck, brother. What'd she say when she kills him? Oh, my God. I remember it's really disappointing. I was like, It's it's welcome to my world, bitch. And she beheads him. Yeah, okay. That's it. And his expression was funny, though. He he had a really funny expression on his face when he died. And that was my... The way it ended was great. Like, what what happened was, like, Jason in the the afterworld, and he, like, had Freddy's head and, like, Freddie winked at the camera, and that was the end. I was like, "Yeah, here it is. That's good." That's I like good. that. I like that a lot. Yeah, that that was funny. I also don't know why, but now anytime I watch a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, it's so much more endearing to me. Not to be a Rick and Morty stand, but that that stupid fucking episode with Scary Terry. <laughs> yeah, you can rub it, you cannot, bitch. Yeah, it's, I always think of that because then it's like, oh well, it is. It is so much the the rip off of that, but in like the best way. Because it's really how he talks. He, he, he did it like four or five times like in a row. And I was like, he really is Scary Terry, isn't he? It's Scary Terry. That's what it is. I was, thinking, I was watching this. I was like, wow, scary they really Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, I'd recommend it uh, to I mean, anybody that's just a, a fan of other films like this. Uh, it's fun. Don't take it too seriously. But is it a bad movie? Yeah. But it's, it's a good bad movie. It's yeah. okay to like bad movies sometimes. Absolutely. Oh, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about a bad movie later. It's gonna be fucking fantastic. All right. Well, I recommend this movie. Um, I have the same line as Chaz. It's it's a bad movie, but it's a good movie. Good bad movie, and it's it was fun. I I laughed. Uh, now, if you're that type of person that's like a horror uh, fanatic, and you're just like, I want seriousness and blood and and scare we all the time. This is not your movie. Sorry. I don't think those people are horror fanatics, actually. Well, you know what I mean. The, the people that are just like, I want to get scared and I want to see blood. You'll see blood, but like, I want to see scared oh. and I want seriousness. You, that's not the movie for you. Sorry. Sure. 
I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Andy. Oh, um, yeah, I recommend it. This movie's fun. I mean, it wears its suck suck flag on its sleeve proudly. It's <laughs> it's uh it's not gonna take home any Oscars, but goddamn it is fun to watch. What does a suck what does a suck flag look like? like I, what I does it know. depict? I think I think more like a merit badge. It's just a big <laughs> I, I suck just right there, just right on your heart. Camp, your camp crystal like sash and it's got the, the suck merit badge right there but it's every no, it's, i mean it's, you you know what you're getting in for and also uh don't don't be that guy that's like oh, i can't watch it i haven't seen all the other all the movies leading <laughs> no, you don't need to... <laughs> it's fucking fine okay just just watch just ask someone who has seen all of them which slasher movies should i watch and then just take his advice for god's sake yeah that, if, ever, if ever anyone needed advice on on watching slasher movies you can eventually get to them all but you don't need to watch them in any order no. it's it's not lord of the fucking rings it's just i broke i broke my rule the plot doesn't <laughs> matter just watch it yep mm-hmm. zach uh no this movie sucks it's true no this no, movie's no, fun. But... <laughs> I, uh, no i recommend this movie uh it's fun it's silly it just it's fun, silly time, and I don't know if you actually like, okay, watch this. Uh, I've, I uh, I shove caviar up my ass and only watch fucking foreign films on the Criterion channel. I don't fuck pound sand, fuck you. The end. <laughs> touch, touch grass. <clears throat> sometimes right. the movie's fun, god damn it. Yes, everything, everything does not have to be serious all the time. All right. Well, that concludes Freddy vs. Jason. The next movie will be Alien, and we'll get to that next episode. But uh, we're going to do some host credit scene. But before that, here. Wrestling nerds, wrestling weebs, wrestling fans. If you're looking for a different kind of podcast, one that goes over actual big wrestling news, I mean real stories, not somebody getting divorced or baseless rumors or whatnot, and get some color, we got that. We also do reviews of wrestling from the past, but sometimes we also do wrestling from the modern day too, if it's something that interests us at the time. Other than that, I would say the main attraction is just three guys who have been lifelong wrestling fans doing what wrestling fans do. Cutting up, cracking jokes, and just enjoying the entertainment wrestling can provide, however that comes. If you want to catch Getting Some Color, you can catch it bi-weekly on Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, usually. Usually, <laughs> are we doing it? Are we doing it this Thursday? There's in the in the fast future, the future past. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm game on that. Right. Um, you know what? We're going clockwise, Andy. What, what the hell have you been watching, playing, or doing? Oh God damn it! Almost nothing. I played a fuckload of Wild Arms. That game is fun. The story's getting real um interesting, and there's a sham wedding in it, and it's hilarious, and um. That game it reminds me so much of Final Fantasy VI, and I'm pretty sure that's that, that, like the people who made it probably just played Final Fantasy VI and like, oh, let's do this, but make the battles 3D. But mm-hmm. I, I like Wild Arms a lot; it's a lot of fun, and uh, I haven't had a lot of time for much else. Uh, I went to a Renaissance fair. Does that count? Is that a thing? Yeah, that, what you did—that's that's a thing. Yeah, I went to a Renaissance fair. It was a bunch of dorks walking around. And I was like, lol, dorks. I bet you, you guys all play D&D, don't you, losers? <laughs> yeah, you went to a Renaissance fair I'm like, fucking nerds. <laughs> That's great. Did you dress uh, up for the occasion? or No. No? I, I, wore, a... I did wear a D&D hat. There you go. That's as far as I go. <laughs> did you joust? Uh, no, but I did watch jousting. And goddamn, <laughs> it's violent. It's awesome. Yeah, Just run at each other 
full speed and hit each other with a shaft. No, it was, it was, it was, shafted. It was a ton of fun, though. I, I really enjoyed it. Did you eat a giant turkey leg? No. The last two times I went, I got one, and this time I wanted to mix it up a bit. What'd you eat? I'm trying to remember, and now I can't. Did you? You did, you did not suck mutton. No. Yeah, Taco Bell. No. Yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> there is a place there that's called like um like uh, Marco Polo uh, eats or something, and it sells like Asian stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had uh, fish and chips. That's what I had. There you go. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Other than that, anything else? No, it's just a bunch of wild arms. I highly recommend it if you're in the mood for a good old fashioned PlayStation One flavored RPG. Okay, well, um, I beat Starfield. Yeah, <laughs> um, man, I have mixed feelings about it because there were parts where I was like, "It's getting interesting, it's getting interesting," and then like the payoff is like a wet fart all the time, oh. and. I have to like bring this up. Why are there so many humans in space? There's like no alien like species that is like humanoid in any way. It's not like a mass effect where you go to another planet and there's like a squid face or whatever. Or Star Wars. An alien. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, if only I you were having this conversation after we covered alien. <laughs> That'd be great. Sorry. But there there's I don't know if it's the case with Starfield, but there's this trope in uh fantasy and science fantasy media where humans are like the most driven of races they're the ones that are the most inquisitive and that's why they're like getting out there and doing shit like in in um like dnd and pathfinder stuff it's always justified they have the shortest lifespan but they have the most drive to adventure and seek wealth and glory and fame and all this other stuff and the other races just don't as much and that that kind of rolls over into some space stuff i don't know maybe maybe it's that i don't know i don't know but it's just weird you know going to these other planets and they're just like human i don't know it's kind of disappointing but i understand like they they're trying to have their own way of a sci-fi or like humans are spreading hey maybe humans spread it so much they killed the other aliens maybe maybe we got the war and we just killed them all uh oh shit maybe we're the alien may, some aliens might call us an infection <laughs> we are the worst the virus. now you're a science fiction writer yeah, <laughs> yeah. we now we've referenced matrix twice now that's uh, it's good we'll keep yeah. that up um the planets by the way uh super generated where i did like the same mission twice but they were two different stories i was like hey i it, it, what's so like annoying is i don't mind if you generate a planet but when you have the enemies do the same path of the like you see one guy standing out the building i'm like i've done this before i shoot the guy and then two people come out of the same door just like how i did on the last planet and that kind of annoys me a little bit um, that's the games oh look another cave with bandits in it yeah Ooh. but it it's it's did, did it match the same like uh path that the enemies were coming at what like did they come like in the cave did they have the same path every time that you went into the cave and they were in the same area same type of layout probably not so it, it was like the same but a little different mm-hmm. Like in the in the future space, they're all buying their hideouts from like space seers, so they all look the same. Reminds me of Mass Effect One. Remember Mass Effect One when you go on all the planets and then uh, 
I got always, sick and tired of that. Yeah. They always had like that's exactly what he's talking about. They all yeah. have like these pre-made fucking structures. It's all the same layout. Yeah, yeah copy paste. Always the same amount of guys that are laid out the same exact way. Yeah, yeah lazy game design. Yeah. But that was a that's a game from like 2007 though. Yeah, yeah. and this is 2023. Yeah. I, I, I what annoys me is Bethesda, like after Fallout 76, which, by the way, I want to make this statement. Fallout 76 right now is a way better game than Starfield. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Whoa, that is a hot take. And Fallout 76, when it launched compared to Starfield, Starfield is better. <laughs> if I, Because I, I will say it did grab me at certain times, the storyline. But like... <laughs> Are you guys going to play it? I'm not, but real quick, I, I wanted to touch on what you just said. There's been a lot of, um, I, I know we don't have a lot of time to horse around and get off in the weeds, but people keep talking about, oh, they fixed Fallout 76, they fixed Cyberpunk, they fixed all these other games, uh, they fixed No Man's Sky, it's great now. Yeah, No Man's Sky is the other one I was thinking of. I'm getting really sick of hearing that, because yeah. fuck you, like... Then release it after it's fixed. Don't sell me a broken ass game. Like I, I'm sick of people saying we should celebrate. Um, no. Uh, no, No Man's Sky. <laughs> we should celebrate CD Projekt Red. We should celebrate Bethesda for fixing their mistakes and seeing seeing the error of their ways. No, they knew what they were doing. They knew yeah. they just wanted to make that money. You know, you and know what game? Don't, don't celebrate. Know. Like if the game's fun, play it. Like I said, I bought Cyberpunk. I still like it, but. I'm I'm not gonna be like oh they they cleaned it up see project reds oh they're they're the best now I love them no I don't fuck them but I will say just to counter that argument apparently people that were fucking shitting on cyberpunk are like it's a totally fucking different game compared to what it was when it launched so I don't know yeah. what that means I didn't play it yet uh but I don't that's, I don't think that's, that's the, the point though point. like yeah, yeah. That, that shouldn't matter they still they. Their faux pas wasn't making a bad game. Their faux pas was releasing a bad game. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I agree, agree with that. They were trying to make that quick buck. But yeah. one of the titles of an article is Bethesda made $1 billion <laughs> on, on like the launch they, of the game. I know what they did. Like, I yeah. mean, the theme is, is that you have, to, you have to vote with your wallet. Like, if you buy it, you, and you, you complaining about it, it's not going to fix it because you've already paid the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all, it, all it's done for me is get any game like that, even relatively like that, I refuse to pre-order or touch until well after I know that it's going to work. Like I didn't touch 76 until, like, a, almost two years after the game came out just to see. And even then, like, it was okay. It, it's riddled with microtransactions, all the other nonsense. But the, the gameplay was fine. Like, I was like, oh, this isn't as bad as – and they messed have fixed some of the stuff. But again, it's two years later. It's because I don't have to worry about investing my money into something that I'm taking a chance they'll fix it. Because they, they, it's not that it's bad, it's incomplete. I think that's the key thing. They didn't release a bad game to make it good. They released an unfinished game and then fixed and then completed it. And that's, that's shitty. Like you're banking on a AAA company who's effectively just selling you a glorified Kickstarter, but they're selling it at retail price. Like yeah. that's bullshit. Uh, because in the end, if, if they didn't get away with that, a lot of those companies would probably either completely change their business strategy or go under because they can't handle it. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm, I hear this gripe and I always just like I get chapped ass because I think about how companies will still do that shit and get away with it. Meanwhile, Titanfall 2 is one of the best shooters that was made in the last 20 years, and it was a complete game, and it just 
fell apart because of a mix of just bad marketing and timing of when it was put out. Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, like, it, well, not just that, like, just, right they didn't on, really sorry. do it. They, and, and then, of course, like, they went on to make Apex. Like, you can't blame them. Like, okay, that, fair enough. Because Apex mm-hmm. really is, that's that's Titanfall 3. If, Titanfall if 2 is aware. a, uh, uh, we call it news, by the way. They reopened the lobbies on PC if you, if you want to play it. Uh, oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The single yeah. player in Titanfall 2 is amazing. I, that's what I'm like. The whole complete game. Like, it is oh, It is one of the last complete FPSs. The universe and the concept always seemed interesting to me, but I never gave them a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was, like, the big twist you said in the game that pissed you off or it sucked or something? Yeah, oh. we'll get back to we'll get back on track. So, oh, yeah, we got way off. Are you guys going to play it? You, do you care if I spoil it for you guys? Uh, that's okay. I mean... Uh, I don't care if you spoil it. I don't think... Like I said in the chat, I don't think Bethesda's biggest strong point is storytelling, so it's fine. I think their yeah. side quests are, like, interesting. But yeah, you, I like, can still have to see playing it. it even if you spoil it for me, so eh, whatever. Lay it off. Okay, so in the game... Um, when you're chasing after these artifacts, like this, like, I don't know, uh, Mandalorian slash Jedi Sith people come out of nowhere and say, Hey, you humans should not have this, uh, artifact. You're not ready for whatever bullshit's coming. So they're aliens. No, no. Here's a, there's a twist to this. Um, okay. so when they're you from find the future, it, yeah, you, <laughs> well, you, you almost had it. Uh, oh really? Yeah, <laughs> they're from the past. <laughs> Kinda, but not really. <laughs> they're from the present. They're from a parallel universe. You're all right in in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this game? Fucking Schrodinger's Fallout. Just pick so, something. What is the biggest thing that happens in cinema now, where they run out of storylines and they create a multiverse? Multiverse. Oh, so. Yeah. When you get the artifacts, the people that are defending the artifacts are in different multiverses. So there's multiple universes that your character and other characters are in. Then you find out the people that are called Starborns are other people from multiverses. So your companion, like there's a guy named Sam. He was like in one of the emissaries. That's one of the factions. And then the other guy called the Hunter, who is like this evil... Uh, Thanos type of person was a peaceful guy in another universe and I was like this is fucking stupid <laughs> like, and don't fall for because there's an article where Pete Hines who's the, the head guy at Bethesda is like you need to finish the game in order to open up the game now what he means by that is at the end of the game you get a choice Either walk back because you go like into like the I, I called heaven because it like defines heaven where your spirit goes to a higher being being uh being in space in the galaxies and all that stuff. And you see it's called the unity. And um he the 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 person who who is yourself, by the way, you see another multiverse person of yourself is like, hey, in order to be enlightened by the star born universe, um you could either go through that big orb over there and uh, become a starborn or walk backwards off the fucking galaxy and go back to your life. So the first thing I did is like, I want to be a fucking starborn. I look fucking cool and shit in that armor and stuff. And I go through the, the bubble and it's a new game. Plus you literally start from the beginning with nothing. Um, and just the armor of starborn. And you have like 
cool little powers and there's a couple of dialogues that are different uh, when you go through all the missions again. So I said, this is stupid. <laughs> and I, and I reloaded my thing and it just went back to being my normal self and having all my shit uh, again. Uh, I, I hate to sound like a normie or whatever, but th- that sounds kind of neat. That sounds like sci-fi. It's neat, but it like tricks you to thinking that it's going to be more stuff to do. Now there could be more stuff to do because I haven't really dived into the new game plus that much. Uh, but I don't want to play another 30 hours of me finding new dialogues and maybe another g- regenerated planet of the same building. Of me I mean, telling- it, it sounds like they just came with them up with a more cinematic way of presenting the player to just click new game plus or not. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Kind of whatever. It's story. fine. But it, it, I mean, I think- you did all this stuff and you went and met, met space Jesus and he's like, Hey, you want to go do this for this? Yeah. I yeah. like that premise. Yeah, it's fine. I, I like I like the idea that the the idea of a higher plane is, you know, the multiverse, which is a, an actual. Like, I just don't like multiverse. It's like stupid. Like there's, uh, it's overused in in novels now. It's overused in fucking comic books and stuff. Just stop multiverse. Like, if you're gonna do multiverse, do another spin off of a multiverse. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Just do something different. I'm tired of seeing like, oh, there's another me. Is he evil? Did I die in the other fucking universe? Which, by the way, you do. You die in the other universe. Like, one of the guys, like, crying while you're... <laughs> I had a fat character, so there's, like, my fat dead body. <laughs> He's like, oh, my friend! <laughs> and, and... He, he died of heart disease! <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and... Fuck. I don't know. I, I, I just... I did the thing where I should stop doing that thing where I kind of like overhype myself and think it's going to be a grand old time. And it's just kind of meh. It's kind of mid. And uh, if, I, uh, if there was more, if there was like uh, if new, new game plus added story or if there was DLC that you got for free or something, would you play it right now? Or would you move on? To Starfield? I think I'm going to move on until I see a, modders kind of like add new shit because i want to see what mods do with like new missions because mm-hmm. I, I i seriously think that's what bethesda does now where they're just like i'm gonna give this bare bones a fucking game and fuck up my game on purpose just so that the modders can fix it and the modders can make like planets and stuff because when you go on a planet and andy you saw me play the planet where i'm just like walking across the planet and stuff and scanning things yeah I, I think that that's another thing. I was like, in the beginning, I was like, this is cool. But then, like, I carry fucking minerals in my little spacesuit and I get like encumbered and I'm just like, fuck. And then I have to like drop shit and all that stuff. That's an RPG thing, by the way. Yeah. But, it, but at the same time, I have no fucking vehicle. It's not like Death Stranding where I can get on my motorcycle and fucking go away. That's what I was saying when you were streaming. It's like, why don't you get like a motorcycle or a mount or something? Because Above Todd you. Howard said, if you get a motorcycle, it will make the planet look small. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm like, well, I want to fucking go over there. It's the future. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like that was just his own way of saying, you'll see how, how many corners we actually cut. Yeah. Uh, that comes down to is which is funny because there are no corners on a planet because they're spherical. Um, but there there are corners on the planet. It's just a flat, in flat geometry Earth. class on that planet. Yeah. Um, um, some planets are small. Pizza. Some <laughs> planets are big. 
His problem was saying a thousand planets because a lot of and they they muddied the waters. That's no man's sky. You got you got to be careful there. Yeah, yeah he muddied the waters when he went yeah. on uh, either Washington Times, one of the big journalist places, and he's like, "It's like Skyrim in space, which is not the, the true at all. It's just there's no dragons at all. Yeah, no. you, you didn't. I didn't oh. find a single space, space dragon. Dragons. I even met Space Jesus, and he didn't know where the space dragons were. Well, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the <laughs> fucking explore relation uh, of the place. We're just I, fucking, we're, yeah, we're fucking around. It, yeah, yeah. I know. I just like yeah. <laughs> I want to make it clear to Skyrim being like there's a lot of shit to explore. Uh, oh, absolutely. Um, one thing I want to bring up, and I'm gonna make a hot take, and I know a lot of people probably made this hot take. Space when you go in your little ship, glorify loading screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Unfortunately, yeah. And it. All right, all right, all right. Gun to your head. Do you recommend this game? Yes or no? And if yes, how much should you pay for it? Well, I paid game. No, 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 no. I'm asking you as as a as a completely different consumer. Do no. you recommend that I buy this game, and if so, for how much? Yeah, right. Andy's right behind you right now. He's he's got his he's got his star gun to your head. I don't recommend now. I recommend you get it when it's on sale. Okay. For how much? What's the game worth? Um, $30, which I, cause I paid $30 for the upgrade to play early, but I have it on game pass. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is if somebody wants to play a, an, an RPG like game, it would be fun and in space and enjoy it. They should just play guardians of the galaxy from like two years ago. And it's like what? $15 now. Just play that for now. And then next year, wait and get the other one on sale. Yeah. Yeah. We fixed I it. Will. That's no, I wouldn't use. I would say Mass Effect over. Money. Yeah, get the, get the Mass Effect the Legendary Edition with all three <laughs> of them, and that's yeah, better. that's that, yeah, that's a good idea. Mass Effect's good. Yeah, uh, I just wanted. Uh, there was a journalist that uh, Alana Pierce. I don't know if you follow her YouTube or or Twitch streams. She did a thing where she went from Earth all the way to Pluto, and it took her seven hours to get there. And Pluto didn't even fucking load. I saw it. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Well, it's not a planet, so I wouldn't expect it to. No, fuck like, well, you, it's why a would planet. They give it <laughs> All right, Jerry. You can calm the fuck down. Yeah, uh, Fucking make me calm down. I'd like to see you try. I am <laughs> calm. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, I think Starfield taught me as a person to, <laughs> <laughs> to stop fucking... I grew. I grew. Like, stop buying into this shit. Like, stop playing day one. Just like Andy, like you said, like when day one happens, they try to get that money, and then like two years later, the game is actually good. So I'm going to wait two years. (laughs) Now, PP Dubs isn't going to edit this out because I want to hold on to this clip forever. And and every time, and like every six months to a year, when this happens, I'm going to play it for you. That's what I was going to say. Is you have said (laughs) this exact shit so many times. (laughs) I've only been on the show what like not even two years, year and a half. Before before Chaz joined, before Zach joined, you were saying the shit when we were doing other shows. So for God's <laughs> sake, learn this time. I think, I'm, I, I think I'm learning this time because like I sat there all those hours and then I I ended on like I just wasted all this time. <laughs> like I imagine I imagine you were sitting there watching you were sitting there watching uh Freddy versus Jason. You're like, man, these teenagers are stupid. And then you like swiveled in your chair and hit pre-order the collector's edition for like the next piece of shit. <laughs> no, he literally got off. He's like, hey, uh, it looks like Cyberpunk's good now. That that new DLC's out. I should get that again. 
Why well, uh, I have it on? Oh my god! Yeah. I'm not, I'm just, I'm well, he, he got Cyberpunk with me. We were both dumb. No, yeah. the, I'm not with the DLC. He's like, oh, I'll go back. I'll play the DLC now. Oh man, that's what they're Fix the game. Who knows? Uh, that, I was about see, to that's be voting stupid. with your wallet. So I'm not gonna buy that game when it comes out. And then they fix it, and you buy it. They're like, oh shit, we should have just released. You want to hear how extra dumb I am? <laughs> I bought it on PS5. <laughs> I bought it on the, my Xbox Series X. No, bad. Yeah. Wrong. And then I bought it on PC because of the mods. Certain, <laughs> certain genres. You rewarded them. Yeah. Certain genres, you just say no to day one of, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're all different flavors of dumb, man. It's all good. I literally have a, like a display of illustrated cardboard that I've been waiting to show everybody. So, oh like, it, I, we, we all have it. We just pick your flavor. It's okay. At the yeah. end of the day, if it makes you happy or then great but if not it's causing too much stress just move on but there's I other stuff happy i deleted well, it off my we just gonna we just <laughs> damn well we gotta yeah you told space jesus to go fuck himself apparently you third option i choose violence i uh, went back just... to fucking my home planet and started shooting everybody and i uninstalled well uh, we just gotta find you a, a, other alternatives of games to, to play that i think that are you'll enjoy there's so many good games out there so many un, like unsung heroes among I'm, all the schlock i will say starfield is kind of a bittersweet because remember i was like whining again for the fifteen thousand times like oh, these games are not motivational for me i need fucking rewards yeah. and and then i played starfield and i'm like man i can play other games right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it yeah. motivated you yeah. it, it somehow fixed it you played the most unrewarding game you possibly could have and you were like you know what other games are better i there are other games out there sometimes That's you gotta right. fuck a, a three to appreciate a six whatever it was. <laughs> literally about to say sometimes you get a bang of four to appreciate an eight i was literally about to say that so zach and i are on the exact same wavelength right now skewed, all right. yeah what it numbers or whatever they're just yeah. the letters of i math. forgot what exactly he said well, he's always heavier, the one so i have to fuck that. a three so it makes sense uh, <laughs> all right that's all i did i played starfield and i kind of just like got depressed but uh yeah. <laughs> i played starfield and it gave me depression you should put that on like a metacritic <laughs> review like a user review this is like a great uh, headline for a youtube review that, that, no, that's the box quote. Bethesda needs to slap that puppy on the back of the case. <laughs> you want selection from your doctor? Play this game. <laughs> I, I, one last thing. Bethesda, uh, if you're listening, which you probably know. And we know you are. <laughs> yeah, Todd Howard, one. you fuck. You owe me $5. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Who's la- <laughs> fuck, why uh, did I take a drink? <laughs> Bethesda, you put more time and energy in your fucking little video log of this fucking video game than your actual video game. Go fuck are, yourself. Hey, are they like the new? Is Todd Howard like the new Peter Molly new? You think that's like the you no? Know, because he always hypes his game up and then it never fucking delivers. Yeah, like P- Peter Molyneux has like taken a step back, and I think everyone's latching on that it's Todd Howard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because everyone yeah. knows that name. That's step one. You, you got to know their name, and then step two is you got to know their name for something negative. He's the American Peter Molyneux. Todd go. Howard, if you're listening, fucking retire. Fucking Bethesda. Hire the next big thing. Cliffy B. <laughs> no. <laughs>
You'd fucking turn fucking Starfield into a Gears of War, which Gears of War is rad. I know Cl- Cliffy had a bit of a, a bit of a, a rough patch there. He like left Epic and tried to do his own thing, and then failed two or three times, and just kind of disbanded his studio with a question mark. Like yeah. I guess they still exist as an LLC, but they don't employ anyone. Hot take: He exposed himself as a hack fraud who who uh, rode the success of others underneath him. Yeah, I think mm. it's a big deal. Like, I think true talent is recognizing talent and using it to prop up your own talent or whatever. So some, or, or some lack smart, thereof. Someone smarter than me, take that and do something yeah. smart with it. I, no, I, I definitely like uh, the Peter Mel on you. Wait, just the trees look so real; they'll yes. actually you can, grow. You you can hold hands and and walk through the park on a Tuesday. You. you can have a best friend who's a little boy. I fucking hate little boys. I want to be best friend. Yeah, you, yeah I want to kill you. little boys. <laughs> What's great is he did all these things, and the best part of his game was, wait, are you saying I can literally just go, I can be naked and just run around and just murder everyone? And they're and like that's that's fine. Cool, let's do that instead. Crazy uh, Hat the game. Did, like, fuck. Did you ever wanted to be on Epstein Island with the boy? Milo. Hold hands. All right. You took, you, you took it to a darker place. You yeah, can play yeah. volleyball. Yeah, that's a planet in Starfield nobody wanted to visit. Uh, I think all right. it's time to uh, move on. One last, <laughs> thing, one last thing. Is Tim Rogers going to do an action button of Starfield? No, no, no because it's the no, Bethesda version of Bioshock sense. Infinite. No, I think I think what you'll, you'll see from him for Starfield is like I played Starfield, it sucked, and then he just keeps going. <laughs> no, he uh, he, I've been watching his Twitch, and he's been playing uh, Tears of the Kingdom, and someone yeah. said, "Are you going to play Starfield?" He said, "No, look, I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom," <laughs> and yeah. then he like moved on, and everyone was like, "What's that mean?" <laughs> yeah, he's I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He's like he's been playing Tears of the Kingdom a long. T- I think he only plays it on Fridays when he streams or something because he's still early. Into that What's game. his next video? It's bullshit. <sighs> All right. Yeah, he keeps giving yeah. mysterious. We're hungry. Yeah. Oh, I, hungry. I had I had one last joke about Dub's thing here. Uh, fuck Mary, kill Todd Howard, Peter Molyneux, David Cage. Oh fuck! Kill all three. <laughs> no, you can't do that. It's not, that. No, that's not how you play the game. Fuck David I don't want to play this game. Fuck David Cage. Uh, fuck, I don't want to marry Todd Howard. I guess I'm... <laughs> no, there it is. Peter Molyneux at least has an accent. I guess I can live with that for the rest of the Kill David Cage. Fuck Peter Molyneux. Marry Todd Howard. See, I don't. Even, it doesn't matter. I, I can just pick any order because we're just gonna we're gonna kill one. We're gonna marry one, but make him miserable enough that he kills himself, and the other one gets killed by Snoo Snoo. So they all three die eventually. You just, the other you one's going to catch all my, my... God damn it, never mind. There's a very, there's a very important <laughs> distinction here. Only one of these people is pretentious fuckwit. And he's from France. <gasps> Whoa. All right, well. Zach doesn't like David Cage, everybody. No, that's I fucking hate David Cage. That's, that's, why, like... that's why I threw you in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, well, that, that's all I did with Starfield and, and Depression. So Chaz was... <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. I have my camera out for a while, but I lost my mouse. No, there it is. Found it. All right, so let's. I think you said it. your mouth. I was like, "How'd you lose your mouth?" There we go. Right. So I wanted to show these off because I opened some Pokemon cards. One fifty one dropped, and I opened a lot of boxes of stuff. As you can see me, my reflection in the camera, and is that blue I opened... white dragon. Yeah, basically. Actually, I got four <laughs> of the five pieces of, of Pokemon is that Exodia. Exodia. 
but the only one I didn't get was the Blastoise, uh, which I got a. That's the luckily the last one to favorite, get. So that's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, no big deal or anything. It's totally not like my password to like everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's the second it's doxing on this stream. <laughs> <laughs> ah shit! I have to move to Canada. No, uh, all right. Um, oh, passwords work, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's just one, 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 one exclamation point. Now, uh, hey, that's so... the password to my luggage. <laughs> oh, nah, thank you. <laughs> uh, had to comb the desert for that one. Uh, so, yeah, uh, opened a bunch of Pokemon stuff. Uh, haven't played or anything, though, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and I guess there's another thing in the set that comes out in a couple weeks, so maybe I'll get to open the rest of what I didn't get. Um I did play some some Warcon. I've been playing on Pixelborn online because I'm getting ready for an event uh, uh, this Saturday. There's a it's a two thousand dollar tournament that's nearby, and it's also an invitational to a five k that's getting. It's actually just got officially sponsored by TCG Player. Like it's going to be streamed on Twitch Live and stuff, which would be kind of cool. Uh, so. Uh, hopefully can do well on that, but I've actually been doing really well on Wakana. Like I hadn't been like a lot of people have just been playing so long. They've gr- like been grinding points in the rank ladder, but I've played against people that are like on the like on the rank ladder. Like I'm I'm near grandmaster now, um, and I'm playing against other people that are grandmaster that are ranked like within the top 100 or or top 50 or whatever it's listed. And like I'm I'm like winning most of my games. I think I think the the re- most recent 60 card list I have that I've been playing. Uh, I, I think I've played a total of like 50 games on there and I think I've only lost four. That's pretty good. 46 and four is pretty good. So I, I'm hopeful it'll hold up in paper. I don't know. Um, we'll see, but, uh, getting ready for that. I do have a badass play mat. Actually, I, I'm going to go, I can get that while we, I keep talking because you, I think you guys will appreciate it. It's if, got if the I, princesses on it, and they're all pretty. Oh, man, well, I love them. No, I'll, I'll, I'll slap a five-areno to anybody that they can guess what's on my play mat. Oh, shit. Hang on. Tamuna so, Puma. It's Loricana, right? Or is it something completely uh, no, it's, 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 one, Coco. it's 100%, <laughs> it's 100% a Disney <laughs> reference. Okay. Um, um, I don't know. I, I'm going to say what I would want. Screech McDuck. A fucking grand from <laughs> up. No, you guys are close, but or actually not close at all. But uh, now you guys know this guy. Uh, this guy oh, fuck power, power line! Power line! Yeah. Is that an official product, or did someone? No, I, I, I actually, I'm a little ashamed of myself. For the first time in my life, I bought an NFT. Um, I had to buy this picture, which was only Ooh. it was like it was like three dollars. Whatever, I, go fuck yourself. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, three dollars for pictures, fine. But then a company, you can take it and give it to them, and they'll make custom play mats. So you only do it with NFTs. No, no, like you can put any image up, but the only way to get this specific image, like the actually, because it actually has like the the um, see how like it has the outlines. It actually has like where all the zones and stuff are in the game. So it's like uh... the specific thing was copyrighted, and you had to buy it as an NFT in order to get access to it. Would so, you buy it in China? Um. Shame. I don't know where I got the picture from, but I just bought it from whomever, and then uh, oh, I like an Etsy to... kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then I I put it up and and ink uh, playmats or ink gaming made it, which is, they do some good stuff. They they actually made my playmat forever ago. Um, the one that has Bill Clinton on it. If you've yeah. ever seen it, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, 
Oh, That's my good. Bill Clinton playmat. That's the legendary one I I used to play with and like played on Magic Stream. I'm I'm partly responsible for why they won't allow people to put custom playmats on uh, stream anymore for like major Magic events. Between me and the the guys that keep putting anime titties on there, uh, they had to <laughs> say like, you know, what? you just have to play with our mats. You're just gonna play on the table, and we're why, just not gonna why, worry about it. Why is Bill Clinton controversial? People on Twitch flame that over. It's some fucking stupid. Epstein Island. I mean, yeah, there's something there. (laughs) I mean, this was even pre-Epstein, but never mind. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, I did not inhale. But yeah, I've had had a lot of uh, fun playing that game, though. It's it's a blast. Um, Since I'll get to stuff I watched um, in a minute. The last thing I did, um, it was kind of a last minute thing. I had to like run back toward where I I used to live uh, to pick up actually Pokemon pre-order that I forgot that I'd gotten because I guess I like dissociated or something and just forgot where I ordered shit. He's got cards on pre-order all over town, all over the state. uh, Apparently. So uh, anyway, I went back to get those and I was close enough to one of the uh, other stores that does like their fighting events. It's like, well, hey, do you guys need setups? And they needed a setup for Mortal Kombat because Mortal Kombat, you know, released in the last week. So they wanted to hold an MK tournament. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll come. I'm glad I did because I was the only person that brought a setup other than the, the store having one. So they would have had a tournament without a setup. But uh, we actually had a good turnout. Um, and uh, I had literally not played the game. Uh, I had downloaded it because I got the, my copy of the game the, the day before in the mail because it was delayed. And I installed everything, but never got a chance to play because life gets in the way sometimes. So on my way there, between it was like a 30-minute drive from the where I picked my pre-order up to that store, from like, to give or take a few minutes. So I just loaded up. I was like, oh, I'll just look up someone random and find out, like, easy, you know, easy guide, easy combo or something. And I looked up, and I was like, oh, some person's like, you can do this much damage with a reptile. And I was like, okay. So I just watched it as I was driving, learned the combo, went there, and, like, loaded up and like learn how to do it like played in the lab for like five minutes with it and i got second place in the tournament uh it's pretty fucking funny uh there's people that are pretty pissed about it because some guy was like really bragging about his his havoc like how he's been playing it and yeah just steam you fucking whipped his ass didn't you i i did and i was only i was one of the few people that like i have the old school mentality like everyone else would just like uppercut someone when they want around no not me i fatalityed every goddamn time because I just looked up what the fatalities were. I was doing the secret fatality nobody had unlocked, and people were like, well, how are you doing that? It's like, well, I just did what I did in the fucking 90s. I looked it up on the internet and wrote it down, and I put it to memory. It's just what you did. So, uh, people so reptile, can't memorize anything anymore. No, it's funny, too, because Reptile eats the person, then gets in, it, the fatality is literally called indigestion. So he uh-huh. eats them, and then he gets sick, so he vomits the upper half of their body up, and then Whoa. they're covered in acid, and as they're melting, he stomps on their head. Yeah. And so, it was fun. Uh, finals, though. I played the guy in the winner's finals, and then played him again in the grand finals. And uh, he he and I had a better back and forth in the grand finals, but he got the better of me. His smoke uh, was, was really good. Uh, smoke is seems like a really busted-ass character. Uh, I've heard he's like OP or some shit. Well, he's got a really good mix-up game, and the thing too is like this game is so different than the other Mortal Kombat's in that you have an assist. It's such a yeah. weird thing. Like I love how the game feels. The game flows really well. Feels just like a Mortal Kombat game, which is great. But the assist adds this extra pressure that just never existed in those games. 
And uh, like for me, I I, were, I literally just picked like whatever that guy. I think he was using Serena, and Serena's uh, one of her, like each character that has a cameo. By the way, like each cameo has three different assists they can do depending on the button input. So some characters you literally only pick them for one. Like there's a video about Cyrax being so broken, and the guy is just like singing that song goes helicopter, helicopter, and it's like that video over and over. And he's just pissing people off online, and it's really funny. Um, but uh, anyway, some of them, you just use the one move because it's like a combo extension. Smoke has one where he, he lets, uh, he uses Sector, and Sector does that missile shit where he shoots a missile up in the air, and it just stays there for, you know, whatever time. Well, the thing about that is, Sector's not who you're fighting. So if Sector does that, and then Smoke decides, well, I'm going to do a smoke grenade jump bullshit, I'm going to jump behind you, and then the missile hits at the same time, you literally have to guess how to block or you lose. Yeah. Because you're going to get hit overhead and low at the same time. That, that guy was ripping people to shreds with smoke. Like, it, it was, like he was by far and away the best player there, not even close. Um, but, I don't know, it was a lot of fun, though. We, I had a, a blast playing it. I haven't played it since, which is hilarious. So, so it's I a good time. game, right? Great game, definitely recommend it. I haven't played any of the story, which I've heard is incredible. I've, someone actually even mentioned, like, for people that don't want to play it, just want to watch it, they've already, like, Someone's already taken the, the cutscenes and just melded them together and made like a four-hour movie. I did that. I did that with the last one a little bit. I watched like an hour of it. I was like, "This is a cool story. I like this." <laughs> yeah. So now I've, I've heard like the, the and again I, from like they have just knocked it out of the park when they've done these these plots. Like in terms of like a fighting game having a cinematic, it, but like it's the best thing to watch for sure. But uh, I've enjoyed the game. I again maybe it's just recency bias. I kind of like it a little more than Street Fighter Six. It that might just be because it's the new thing. I really want to come back to it. But Street Fighter hit a point where, like, I don't know, I hit a certain level with it and it was great, and then it got stale really fucking quick. Not enough characters. Again. It's not even just that. It's just like, it's not just the character lacking because there's a there's an okay amount, but and they're going to put out more, but it's more about, well, so many characters are useless. Like you, you really only have a pool of so many characters to play against. If you're going to play and actually like play on rank or just try to play at a higher level, because um, there's a lack of like people lack tools. It, like the game just ends up coming down to like very, very specific types of nuances, I mean, which aren't fun. And just kind of just yeah. argue that that's the same argument. There's not enough characters. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, with extra steps, yeah, but yeah. If there's 18 characters and only fucking six of them are worth playing, there's not enough. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, again, as balanced as the game is, it's not, because that's what it eventually comes down to. Like, you can technically take someone and master rank Zangief, but Zangief is by far and away the worst character because he has the fewest tools among all the other characters. It's a weird thing like that. It's fine, though. Like, I mean, the game's still fun, but uh, I don't know. Once I get a chance after... My uh, my my next few weeks of, of hell get are over with. I'll get a chance to play more Mortal Kombat and and we'll see what that's all about. But uh, I'll probably I'll probably be getting it this this coming Friday. I think. Yeah, no, it's it, it's been fun so far though. Like what I what I have played is I've enjoyed thoroughly. Um, and then of course you just have all this crazy DLC that's coming out. Like that's the other thing they have way over Street Fighter, right? Like Street Fighter has good DLC, but Street Fighter's just putting out. Yeah, you know, they're, they're bread and butter stuff of, oh, well, we'll bring a couple characters that are kind of like other ones, and then we'll put Akuma in there. We'll just pepper in a little bit. And Mortal Kombat's like, fuck that. No, we're, we're going to just bring all these pop culture icons and, and put them in our game because, you know, Warner Brothers owns us and we have all that. So, I, I don't know. It's it's neat. 
little maybe a little bit of blasphemy because I'm I'm actively wearing an Akuma shirt and I'm like I'd rather play Mortal Kombat, but both games are fun. I there's just different flavors of fun, but uh, I haven't really played much else. Um, I won't get into any more. I'm still slowly grinding through my my Bleach stuff. I did start passively watching some of the original show again, like just more of my favorite segments of of certain seasons. I just did passively as I'm doing something or whatever. That's it. Um, I did watch the original Psycho, so I don't know if anybody else is going to do it, but I've started the Tombstone if someone's going to watch it, so maybe someone will do it. I don't know, Andy at one point brought up that he would do it, but uh, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, it's a weird movie. Like, I watched I watched movies backwards. I watched Freddy vs. Jason, then I watched Alien, then I watched Psycho, but, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, and then my wife and I watched Vacation Friends 2. I don't recall... I don't remember if I talked about the first one on the show. I think I did, did very briefly. Yeah. Movie John Cena's in it really bad. Like it's not even a romantic comedy. It just happens to be a, a comedy about couples, but it, it was goofy and stuff. But I, I will say this one kind of got me. I was trying to figure out what the premise of how this movie would work because of how the last one ended. Like, how are they making a sequel? And they figured out a way to make it work. Um, and I thought it was just gonna be more of the same dumb stuff or whatever, where, John Cena and his his wife, I can't remember her name, uh, they're just really crazy and obnoxious and just over the top in terms of how they act, but somehow people find them endearing. And then the plot twist happens, like I think it's like a third of the way in the movie, and this random guy shows up, and it's the it's John Cena's wife's father, and there's this whole thing about John Cena's character named Ron, how he, everyone likes him. Well, this of course, he now he has this new dilemma where he has a, a father who doesn't like him. Well, guess who his father is? It's Robert Steve Buscemi. No, it's oh. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi just shows up in this movie as a, an ex-con that literally got out of prison and just went to the Caribbean to meet them. And he's a total skeezer that is a con artist. And he just makes the movie like it just becomes tenfold better because it is so dumb but funny and like some of the stuff he's doing and he's involved like pretty heavily through the rest of the film um and then at the end spoilers it, it ends up turning out he's he didn't actually come there just to see his daughter he came there to he he broke out of prison because he learned that some guys drug money worth like millions of dollars crash landed around cuba so he was just gonna find out where it was and go down there and scuba dive and get it all out and run away with the money and thought it would be fine well, you can see how that doesn't work out. Uh, I don't know. It becomes a ridiculous, over-the-top movie. But it's really funny, uh, in a bad way. So, would I recommend it to people? Probably not, uh, unless you're you're into that type of thing. But I don't know. I I, I like my bologna just as much as I do my uh, my filet mignon. So, uh, otherwise, yeah, I don't think I've done much else of anything. Just studying. Unless you guys want to hear about medical lectures, hear about the heart. Screen. Yeah. <laughs> the heart, it beats. It's a thing. It keeps you alive. Zach, uh, <laughs> what about you? Uh, I didn't do a whole lot. Uh, I watched more of that uh, Wrestlers show I mentioned last time we recorded. Uh, I watched like four more episodes of it. And uh, it's getting to a point where like... Uh, I mean, it's just about them trying to like reshape the company and try to make it more profitable. Cause it's like, I guess since Al Snow bought it like a few years ago or whatever, they've kind of been operating in the red. 
this is kind of funny that, to see like how because it used to be successful. I can remember like back under the previous ownership before uh, they had like a deal with the Six Flags over in Louisville, where like during the summer they would like set up a you know they'd set up shows there in the park. And they would just like get random people because you get random people to go to the theme park. There's fucking wrestling here, and they'll just go check it out because that's something weird to see, you know. And uh, they had various other deals and stuff. I guess just over time that stuff went away, you know. And as management changed, it's like they, you know, it. I don't. It, they could have gone through a few different owners and managers uh, up to the point we're at now. I don't really know. I kind of lost track of them after uh, they stopped being developmental for WWE. But, um, yeah, it's still a pretty good show. It's actually pretty interesting because uh, it shows, like, a lot of the – I mean, it's part of this whole region, you know. It's in the Ohio Valley, Apple, Appalachia, all that stuff. You get a kind of feel for, like, you know, it's stuff that – the people that live there, the people that this is about, you get, like, some familiar kind of feelings from that. It's interesting. They go to some town in Kentucky where it's like, this used to be a big coal town, and it's fucking run down and shit because it's coal's gone pretty much. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gone from here anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty good show, though. I've got two episodes left before it's it's I'm finished with it. Um. I don't have much else to say about it, I guess, other than that. Um, I saw James James Storm came in, and he beat some guy for a title. That was kind of interesting. NXT? Huh? No, no, on in OVW when oh, I was watching okay. that show. Yeah. Uh, oh, old beer money, James Storm? Old beer money, James Storm, yeah. Uh, Al Snow was trying to get him for, for, like, the summer, I guess, when that was recorded to help get some eyeballs you know, because James Storm is kind of somebody, you know. Uh, I, I finished the video from, uh, I finished a video game about Dino Crisis. Yeah. Um, talk more about Dino Crisis 2 and, like, I, I, basically the rest, there's only four games in that series. Dino, Dino Crisis, Dino Crisis 2, Dino Stalker, which apparently a lot of people don't really know is a Dino Crisis game, and Dino Crisis 3. Uh, I really want uh, Dino Stalker. Dino Stalker is a weird game, but uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> I've always kind of wanted to play it myself. Uh, I kind of learned like why the series gets kind of like multiple personality disorder because if you know anything about it, it's like no one game is the same as the other one almost. They have almost no similarities between each other other than there's dinosaurs that you kill. <laughs> like, Dino Crisis 1 is more like a survival horror game. It's probably the most hardcore one out of any of them, out of out of any survival horror games. Uh, yeah, thinking they, more about it, I don't think I even ever played anything other than the original one. And, I, and it was just, like, that was it. So I just Dino, Crisis 2, the rest. Dino Crisis 2 is very worth playing. It's a lot of fun if you if you can manage to get a hold of it somehow. Uh, but oh, it's sure. getting it's getting increasingly more expensive. Uh, Aren't they all? Yeah, Dino Crisis 2 is more like an action game with like uh, it's got like a combo system. It's like you know, it's kind of like before Devil May Cry and shit started. 
uh, that was like the action game where it was all about get combos, kill as much shit as you can, as fast as you can. So you went from like the most hardcore survival horror to action. <laughs> uh, and then Dino Stalker is an on rails. Uh, no, it's not on rail. Uh, it's weird. It's like, it's a, one of those arcade shooter games, but it's not on rail. It's very odd. Uh, and its plot is like fucking ridiculous. He plays like a World War II fighter pilot that got sucked it back into time to fight dinosaurs. Go figure. That rules. <laughs> Wait, uh, what? That's crazy. <laughs> it's yeah, it's insane. <laughs> that, that, that sounds awesome, though. Yeah, I agree. It's it's ridiculous. And then Dino Crisis Three uh, is it takes place like four hundred years to do the future from then and is in space on like a fucking colony ship and people don't like that one question that one is considered to be bad uh by a lot of people and here's the thing is some of that criticism i think is unfair because it was just like generic lame-ass criticisms like the story the story is ridiculous like okay i know yeah this was like in 2003 when i feel like you could get away more with being ridiculous (laughs) uh some criticisms are valid, though. Like, the camera system is, is not good in that game. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, I've still always wanted to play it myself, uh, but I, I haven't managed to get a hold of a copy of it yet. Is it uh, expensive? Yeah, not really. Not it, it costs more than an average Xbox game typically does, but it's not really expensive. Fair enough. Uh, I did find out something really interesting about that game, though. It turned out completely different from how it was supposed to. <laughs> uh, like, originally, it was going to take place in a ruined city and everything, and I think you were supposed to get, like, AI partners to help you and shit. It was just supposed to be bigger in scale from Sounds familiar. the previous two games. I think I watched a What Happened about that game or something. It turned out 9-11 caused them to, like, pivot, and, like, they didn't want to do a game in, like, a ruined fucking city and shit like that. It just felt weird about it. Fair enough. So, so they kind of makes face. me kind of makes me wonder what would have happened if the game would have been better if it came out in that original incarnation. There doesn't even exist any footage or any kind of anything about that version of the game, though. Uh, let's see. What else did I do? I played Marvel Snap, and uh, that game is. Uh, what I don't, is that? It's like a. It's one of those video game trading card game games. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. You know, so like Stone. It's like it's. Can you play it on computer, or is it just only mobile? That's the weird thing about it. Is apparently it released on PC first, then they released it on mobile later. They did it backwards. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. <coughs> yeah, but like I, I have never heard of anyone. Like I didn't hear about it until it was mobile, and then it had a bunch of ads. But I've heard more and more about it because a lot of the people that were playing that like. At, like competitively, like that were really high, highly ranked, have jumped to War uh, Warcana. Well, like, so I, I don't know how they relate though. I've never played it. I've just heard it's interesting. I don't know either, especially with how you like described Lorcana to me because I played this game and I've played fucking multiple trading card games, you know. And I don't understand the fucking appeal of it because honestly, it's like fucking dirt simple. Like I, it's it's to the point that it's like boring to me. It's Marvel, I, man. Fucking no, Wolverine. Actually, I think the simplicity is probably what does it. I always make this joke, and I'll live by it. 
forever. You got to be a fucking paralegal to play Magic, like to actually I, understand how you're playing it. It's like yeah. it's so complicated. So no, don't yeah, get me other... wrong either. Like I understand. Like I agree because there's a point where it's like you can make shit so complicated that it's fucking annoying to play and you mm. don't want to play it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think you can go too far in the other direction. I feel like that's what this game is to me because this is literally what the game is. I'm about to explain to you the entire game, and it'll take like a couple minutes if that. So you get a deck of twenty cards. That's all you can have. And you play six turns. And what you're supposed to do is there's like three fields on a a playing field, we'll say. And you got to get the highest number by playing your hero cards in two out of three fields and you win the game. That's it. That's all the game is. Some hero cards have little modifiers on them or like little abilities. Sometimes Mm -hmm. a little play, play fields in the field have modifiers. That's all there is to it, though. Hmm. I'm like, so you can't really deck build in this game because it's so short and there's just 20 cards. It's like, how much can you really do with that? Right. When it's just adding up numbers to get the highest number, and that's all you do, like, that's all this is. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of more like a time waster game than like an actual, like, you know, card game or anything or a deck building game. I mean, it sounds very, like, appropriate for what it it is then, especially how they they push it on mobile. But, yeah, a lot of what I had heard from other players without hearing any, like, actual explanation in the game is just hearing the reasons they've changed is that it's too linear, which is just the, that is the, the, like, professional way of saying it's simple. It's too simple, right? Oh. I guess so. That's. Yeah. I would have just said it was simple. Maybe I'm not professional. I'm unprofessional. Oh, well, I, I mean, like, <laughs> for someone that's, that's playing, like, these are, like, so the person that was formerly, like, the top, like, snap player in the world, like, he was ranked number one, or I guess he yeah. still is, or whatever, he has now jumped and been playing Orkana, and he's, like, in the top five in the world in Orkana, at least on Pixelborn, and, which, it's, again, it's not even something that's sponsored or anything, so that doesn't still mean a whole lot, but his explanation, which I think he's French, um, but his explanation in videos and stuff has been that the game, there's so much more decision-making in Warcana. Again, just from the deck building, before you even play the game, there's already more decision-making because you're actually, you actually have to think a lot more about how you're putting decks together. And uh, then the actual decision-making in the game is very different because the game doesn't just end at a certain point. So I, I wasn't sure how many turns it was, but like you're saying six turns is all it is. And you're, you're building again, you're racing against a clock and then just trying to get to it versus actually playing to achieve a goal, which I guess is different too. I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. I'm sorry. It's probably like boring prattle to go on about on the podcast, <clears throat> but, but uh, I don't know. I think it's neat. We can probably talk more about it later. But. No, I mean, it is interesting, uh, but like the game is a, interesting to me unfortunately and that sucks because i feel like they really failed the license with this game in terms of being able to make like a trading card game or something it's just it's too simple when there's so much stuff in the marvel universe you could use for like fodder to make like a good card game or one that's more interesting and it doesn't have to be so complicated to be fair they they probably had like plans to go somewhere and then disney was like uh hold on a second we're gonna we're gonna do this the right way because uh, again, it's inevitable, but they Marvel will eventually be in Warcana. If it's not, it's because Warcana just died. Like Warcana just like just <laughs> fell off the face of the earth. Maybe so. I'll jump in when they do that. But uh, you know, the most perplexing thing about it though was that uh, when I went to look up like reviews for it, like on Metacritic, it's got like a really good score, and I'm like kind of shocked by that a little bit. 
but the user score tells a different story. And I think that's the real one. Cause that, I always say for 90% of the time, the user score is the real score. Uh, like Metacritic score was 85 user score was like 61. Mm-hmm. Bigger uh, the gap. Is, that's always confusing, right? So average, it's an average game. My yeah. favorite thing was like, what was it? Almost all like the professional reviews had a blurb about this game is, uh, it's a game in an age where people have increasingly like the, the nice way to say it was, this is a good game for zoomers to learn. Cause they all basically went around their elbow to get to their wrist to say, uh, you, it's hard to pay attention to so many rules and it gets confusing <laughs> more or less. I'm like, well, nobody else has complained about that shit for card games for like decades. I don't know. I feel like it's mm-hmm. fucking lazy. <laughs> No, it's fair. Like I think Orkana's having that problem in the sense that because of just the the title, like what it is, because it's the license is Disney, so many people are getting into it just for that reason, not realizing it's a card game that has these complex rules. And there are a lot of people that are either like just it's they're way in over their head trying to understand it. And good for them that they're finding a game to get into. But there are a lot of people that have gotten into it and then like immediately wanted to quit or rage about it because yeah. it's too complicated. And it's like, oh boy, you don't even know. It's tip of the iceberg. Uh. But yeah, that's that. And then the other thing I played was uh, I played Separate Ways, the DLC for Resident Evil 4 that finally came out. Thank God. I was really worried for a minute it wasn't even going to come out this year. Uh, it was it was really good. Uh, honestly, I have almost no, I have nothing negative to say about it at all. <laughs> like, they didn't do anything wrong, basically. Uh, and for, for the price of it, it's, it's a really good deal. Because okay. uh, I probably really put like seven hours into it maybe uh but the how long to beat was like five and a half or whatever uh i'll say more of my thoughts about that later poor lost nightmares you need to play it dubs i know (laughs) other than that anything else no that's, that's everything i did all right well, next episode, we are going to be talking about Alien and doing our final ranking. So, uh, PP Dubs, take us out. Well, now, Dubs, you must die because I'm going to tell them to follow Big Trouble on Spotify and iTunes and give them a review or die, motherfucker. Also, follow on Twitter at Big Trouble Net. Now, go to sleep so you can see me and die. Oh. And the next movie is Alien, a classic sci-fi horror, but I am still scarier. Now sleep precious.